Today is both our formation focus Sunday on children's ministry, and we also have a mission sharing from the Nest Costa Rica. To introduce them, we're gonna show their video and then we'll have James come up to share. Beach. And I'm James. We're the co-founders of The Nest. The Nest began in 2016 as a response to cultural incestuous abuse and teen suicide by offering care and comfort to one teenager and her child. From this little beginning, God granted a larger vision for the bravery people of this area. We were able to complete uh, one house. We also were able to start a new project. It's going to be laying chickens to produce eggs. With nine buildings ranging from homes and wood shops to two acres of now cultivated and gift-giving land that will empower this indigenous community for sustainable long-term growth. We have day and weekend programs for little kids, for the youth, for women, and also this year we've had two of three men's conferences. And we hope that uh, we can, at the end of the year, receive the first child as an emergency shelter, and we're very excited about that. The Nest has achieved so many incredible milestones. But the Lord's work isn't done here yet. God has created this beautiful place. We call it the nest. It's a place where indigenous breweries come to hear the word of God, to have a safe place for the children and for the youth. I want to be completely honest with you. We need funds. The, our fundraising goal and our theme for this year is people, people, people. We really want you to come down and experience the nest for yourself. We need support. We need you. We need funds. And we have a few ways that we can um, partner in this coming year. With monthly support or one-time support. We're going to be doing chocolate parties. People that come get to make their own chocolate bars and pair them with different things. Then the proceeds would go all to the nest. Please consider helping these often forgotten children, as well as help support the strong, amazing Bribri who have stepped up to challenge this unfortunate, long lineage of incest abuse and teen suicide. Defend the weak and the fatherless. Uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed. set my timer and I'm going to put a word here that says remember to breathe. I have a tendency when I get in front of people to stop breathing. My name is James Beach. My, I'm here representing my wife who's in Florida doing the same thing at another church this morning as we scour the country for support. I want to thank Regen and their generosity in giving us a little bit of time this morning to talk to you about what the nest is. And the invitation at the end of that video is will you join us? And when I say us, I am actually surrounded right now by little kids and my team down there at the Costa Rica. It's okay, you can come out, all right? She's a little shy, but these people love you and they wanna be your friends. 
What the nest is, is that we're a ministry that's providing a safe shelter for children and where they can live, where they're protected, where they're kept safe, and where they can hear the message of Jesus and the love that they have for them. But that's not all. We're also a farm, and we're developing acres of land to bring crops so that we can be self-supporting in the near future. But that's not all. We're also training young Bribri men and women. We're sending them through the YWAM program, a DTS, so they can come back and minister to their own people. And we bring in their vision to the nest and we're presenting it to the Bribri. And the Bribri are an indigenous uh, tribe of Indians down in Costa Rica. And we're located in the southeast portion of Costa Rica, all the way down there near Panama. And Costa Rica is known to be this beautiful land, flowing in milk and honey, beautiful, lush, awesome surf. But once you get off the tourist track a little bit, you find a lot of poverty. And on the territory where the Bribri Indian live, it's sub-poverty. And we've discovered that there is an, uh, an endemic problem with cultural generational incest. And this story came to pass when my wife went down there on a short-term mission trip and was translating for another missionary. And when my wife shared her story and her testimony of how Jesus saved her from childhood molestation, she suddenly was inundated with people that were saying, your story is my story. And so we found out that there's this evil presence there that has shrouded over a beautiful people that are very ingenious and innovative and gentle, and yet there's a cultural shame around it. So we are providing a place where children can be, uh, when they're removed from their homes, where they can come and provide a safe home for them. So my wife is the founder, and her vision for the nest was based on her own experience of ancestral abuse and what she was hearing from the young girls in the community. We, she started going down there in 2016 developing one-on-one -on -one relationships because missionary work, it's not a scattershot. It's developing one-on-one -on -one heartfelt, intimate relationships with people one at a time. So she was hearing all these stories, and God gave her a vision that we need to do something about this. And so we've been starting this pioneer ministry. We purchased nine acres of land in the jungle through an association. It's owned by the Bribri. It's run by the Bribri. It's being built by the Bribri. And we have uh, the acres of land. We've put up nine buildings so far, three houses, a large church, uh, a wood shop, a chicken farm, an outdoor kitchen. And we've been busy the last two years since Karina and I went down to Costa Rica full time. We've been working hard. And yet, we have all this infrastructure now, thanks to the generosity of churches and individuals that have donated to us. But we were like, what are we gonna do with all this while we're waiting for these children to come to us? So we started working with the um, tribal government. And when this abuse happens in the homes, the kids are removed from the homes where there's a case that's known and yet there's no place within the territory for them to go. So they're taken away to the cities where they wither down. And so what the nest is providing is a place of shelter within the community. And it was crucial for us to be part of the community, not just to be showing up and say, well, this is the way we're gonna do stuff. And what we've got nest now is we've got nine staff members, they're all Bribri. Karina and I are the only non-indigenous folks down there and they're taking ownership they're taking ownership of their community, and we've been able to run outreaches with this infrastructure that we have. Thanks to 
our regen, we were able to build four, a four-bathroom facility around our main church, and that was, um, that was very generous of uh, regen, and we thank them for that. So with all this infrastructure, we've been running um, ch women's conferences, children's conferences, youth camps, VBSs, and we had a youth camp back in April where 38 youth came and spent three days with us, and we were playing games, and we have a soccer field where they had a soccer tournament, discovery Bible studies, memorization, a lot of fun, a lot of food. And out of those 38, 14 gave their lives to Jesus. And the next week, we were like, well, we have to follow up with these kids. And so we started having every Saturday now, we have... Uh, about two dozen kids that come and they're safe, they're protected, they're taught about Jesus, and we're walking with them through what it means to be a Christian and, and discovering the Bible. So it's been wonderful, it's been busy. Like the weeks are often chainsaws and hammers and nails and men working, and then the sound of all that construction on the weekend stops, and it's the sound of kids laughing and, and the joyful sound of kids playing. So it's just been wonderful. Um, we also discovered that, hey, we need to do something for these men. We're not there to judge them and condemn them. We're there to love on them. And we're seeing the kids as a possibility, not as victims of abuse, but as a possibility. We want them to thrive. And so we've been holding men's conferences, role modeling what a man of God looks like, and holding these conferences in, at the nest. And we're working with the local government. So we've been accepted and encouraged by the local tribal government. So we're we're down there and we're clear-eyed that this issue and this problem is not going to get solved overnight. We're there to, to speak truth into the little kids' lives so that that generational change can start at that level. I will end with saying that we are looking for supporters. We're looking for people to come alongside of us and partner with us. In the lobby, I have some freebies. I have a little tote bag with the nest on it. Help yourself on the way out. Inside, you'll find a card. And the card is just a way of connecting with us. There's some QR codes. I encourage you to come alongside of the nest and become prayer warriors for us. We need your prayers. We also need funds so that we can continue running these outreach programs. And we are committed to becoming self-supporting as our crops come to harvest so that we can take them to the farmer's market and support ourselves in the, in the years to come. Because we want the nest to thrive and to continue moving for, for years to come. After the service, we're gonna have a little get together in the cafe for all those interested in coming down for a short-term mission conference for a week where you would come down and minister to the Bribri kids, run VBSs, have children and men's conferences. We've had about a dozen teams come down from various churches across the states and they just, they leave feeling the love for the Bribri and united in, in their team, and we just love teams to come down. So we would love to have Regen come down and to bring what you are down to the nest. So we're gonna be meeting anybody who wants to come and meet with me, do a little quick Q&A, and um, really encourage you to, to think about that. So I wanted to end with um, something that, this is just a prayer that God put on my heart for Regen, and I've been, Lately in my devotions, I've been praying scripture back to God. And so I just want to pray this for myself and over each one of you. And it comes out of Ephesians 3, 15 through 19. And I'm just going to read it as a prayer. So if you want to close your eyes with me and we'll pray this prayer together. 
When I think of the wisdom and scope of God's plan, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will give you mighty inner strength through the Holy Spirit. And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts as you trust in him. May your roots go down deep into this soil of God's marvelous love. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love really is. May you experience the love of Christ. Though it is so great, you will never fully understand it. Then you will be filled with the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Now glory be to God by his mighty power at work within us. He is able to accomplish infinitely more than we could ever dare to ask or hope. May he be given glory in the church and in Christ Jesus forever through endless ages. Amen. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your time. And thanks, Albert. Let's pray for the nest, um, James and Karina. Lord, thank you for bringing us, James and Karina, um, many years ago and the opportunity just to invest into their lives spiritually and to see what is coming about it now and how they are ministering to the Bribri in Costa Rica and that we had just a small part in that, even now, in terms of supporting them. And we pray, Lord, for a great abundance of financial support and people support, prayer support for them. We ask, Lord, for you to lead people from our church to this meeting um, after our service today uh, that feel a tug or just an interest to see how uh, a short-term mission trip down there uh, can be of service, uh, to learn more, to see how they can be of support for them. I pray for a, a fruitful visit for Karina and, and James as they tour the country looking for uh, financial support and prayer support. We ask, Lord, for a blessing upon that ministry, for those kids to know who you are, Jesus. In your name, amen. Thanks. Thanks, Howard. Uh, a little different service today, uh, just mainly because it's this season of transition in terms of like this new school year and, and things like that. So uh, with this mission focus, as well as um, uh, our kids' children formation focus, our children's pastor, Cheryl, wanted to share with the church what the kids have been going through in terms of the fruit of the Spirit. And so if you want any reference on that, you can look to Galatians to, to study up on, on, on that. Uh, but she does want to share with you about that. So I, I think those doors are supposed to open. By the fruit of the Spirit, may the door Hi again. So you may notice beside you, somewhere in your pews, are uh, paper and markers or crayons and some lucky Play-Doh people. If you have Play-Doh by you, raise your hand. All right. So pass that Play-Doh around and those markers and papers. That's because you are invited to make response as we go along today. Anything uh, that you want to sculpt or that you want to draw, 
that comes to your mind about the fruit of the Spirit and God's graciousness to us, please do. So, it's my joy with these guys uh, to give you a little taste of the important work we do together on Sunday morning. Um, we began during Lent looking at people who encountered Jesus and as he was on the way to the cross and how they each responded to him. And then we rejoiced in Easter and then we carried on looking at each of the appearances of Jesus to his friends. Then Jesus sent, God sent his very self, the Holy Spirit to be with us. We looked at Pentecost and the Trinity. And then we did a deep dive into the fruit of the Spirit, the character traits that God will grow in us if we submit and agree and practice uh, those fruits with him. So Galatians 5, 22 and 23 names the character traits that God grows in us when we cooperate with God's Spirit and we practice. So let's name those together. The fruit of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are superpowers, and these superpowers allow us to walk in the way of Jesus, living in his kingdom of mercy and justice and blessing. So the first thing we're going to share with you is a video that we saw. God's story, the fruit of the Spirit. So part of God's story is about the fruit of the Spirit, and it goes like this. A guy named Paul wrote a letter to a group of people who were trying to follow Jesus, but they weren't treating each other the way Jesus would have. They ended up getting into silly arguments, kicking people out of their group for no good reason, and even losing faith in God. In the letter, which we now call the Book of Galatians in the Bible, Paul reminded them to be more like Jesus, more like God, more like the Holy Spirit. Paul said, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. When Paul talked about fruit, he didn't mean people who follow Jesus should look for grapes or pineapples growing from their elbows. Instead, Paul meant that as we grow in our faith, we can let the Holy Spirit transform us to be more like Jesus. That's what Paul meant by fruit. Jesus said that a person who follows God is like a tree growing fruit. Jesus said, every good tree bears good fruit. You can tell each tree by its fruit. You can tell a tree is an apple tree if there are a bunch of apples growing on it. And an apple might taste good, but it's also good for you. It can help your body stay healthy. In the same way, the longer a person follows Jesus, the more they will think, talk, and act like Jesus. That's because they have more fruit. It's good to think, talk, and act like Jesus. And it's also good for us. It can help us stay healthy in our relationships with God and other people. And this fruit is also good for planting faith in others. Just like God has planted seeds of faith in us that can grow and bear fruit, our faith and good works can grow and bear fruit in the lives of people we know. When we tell others about Jesus, when we serve, and when we're generous, it's like one fruit producing many seeds. Now it can take a long time for a tree to grow fruit. It needs a lot of things like sunshine and water and nutrients, but really it's God who makes it all work together. 
In the same way, the fruit of the Spirit grows in our lives if we are working together with God. He can make us more patient and kind, but we can also decide to be more patient and kind. God can give us the ability to have more self-control, but we can also decide to have more self-control. The best example of the fruit of the Spirit was Jesus. Jesus was always faithful, and he showed God's love, patience, and kindness to everyone. And because of him, we can all share in God's joy, peace, and goodness. So when you remember to love other people the way Jesus loves you, that's the fruit of the Spirit. When you feel joy and peace, even when something confusing or sad happens, that's the fruit of the Spirit. When you are kind to people, when you do good, and when you show gentleness, that's the fruit of the Spirit. And when you are faithful to God's ways and have self-control, that's also the fruit of the Spirit. Now, it's not always easy to show love or patience or self-control, but it is always good. Remember Paul's letter? Paul also wrote, let us not become tired of doing good. At the right time, we will gather a crop if we don't give up. So when we can do good to everyone, let us do it. Paul was basically saying, the more we have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, the more we all will become more like Jesus. And that's the story of the fruit of the Spirit. So in case you missed it, here's the quick version. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. The fruit of the Spirit is good for us. God makes it grow. We have more fruit the more we follow Jesus. And that's a part of God's story. Amen. Our kids have spent the summer gathering scripture and stories from their own lives and pictures about each of the fruit of the Spirit. We did uh, one each week. And which fruit is yours about? Um, well, my fruit is about love. And my example is that um, my sister couldn't be at my dad's birthday because she was going on a backpacking trip but she cut out a little figure to like, have her spirit be with us, and that's an example of love. Yes, good job. So uh, we will stay together then uh, with Jesus, and then we're gonna name the fruit, um, is our superpower. So are you ready? It was love, right? Mm -hmm. With Jesus, love is our superpower. Thanks. And which fruit is yours? I forgot. Kindness. Kindness, okay. Go ahead. My fruit of the spirit is kindness. Kindness is kind of caring, is of caring for each other and helping each other. One verse that talks about kindness in Micah 6, 8, which says, though he has told you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you? To act just as justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Yes. With Jesus, kindness is our superpower. Amen. Thank you, guys. You can go sit down. I'd like you to uh, take some time later 
I'll let you in on a little secret. We have some Fruit of the Spirit popsicles after service that will be served over there. And that'll give you opportunity to uh, have a look at the posters and the scripture verses that the children added that exemplify each of the fruits of the Spirit. Um, I've been working through some of those myself, and uh, they're a very uh, deep dive into some scriptures and how they connect to each other. So I wanted to share with you a few other pieces of wisdom. Some of our kids aren't here. Um, one of them was for joy. Joy is not a feeling, it's a belief. You can reflect on that in a minute. Um, another said to have patience, you have to trust in God. Another said, if you wait, God will show you. Promises will happen. Now, goodness is sometimes translated generosity in this passage. And when we looked at goodness, we looked at the rich young ruler who went away sad when Jesus suggested that he needed to give up his money, and the widow who gave money at the temple. And one of our students said, goodness does not always mean giving away your stuff. It means caring. And one of our preschoolers made some lovely coins on our poster and then said to me, do you know that I love Jesus more than money? One of my favorites that you will see over there is that a new child, a, a new family to our church, um, came and we were doing goodness. And you can see that he quite simply drew Jesus on the cross, no comment mic dropped. So with Jesus, all of these fruit of the spirits are our superpower, and we have um, enjoyed looking at them this summer. Thank you for being with us this morning. Now, as you have reflected on the fruits of the spirit, do any of you have some sculptures or pictures or comments that you would like to share? Any brave souls out there? It's fine, as I always told the children, you can think to yourselves, but if there's any extroverts who want to share, you can feel free to do that now. All right, let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you that you fill us with your spirit, that you give us love and joy and peace and patience, that you're with us always in kindness faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. God, we ask that you would make us a people marked by your spirit and marked by your character. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, in children's ministry, we pray with our whole body. So stand up, please. We're going to play one more video song, and I'd like to invite you to make this your prayer.
We'd all be in better shape if we prayed like that, yes? Um, it's a time for a communion, so we will have our own fruit of the vine that we will partake in together. Thank you, James, for sharing about the nest. Thank you, Pastor Cheryl, for sharing about children's ministry and what's going on there. At this time, if anyone is needing prayer for whatever you're going through, please come forward uh, and someone in the front pew will, will meet with you to, to pray with you. But at this time, if we can do a little bit of self-reflection, if you don't have communion elements, feel free to raise your hand. We'll get those to you. One of our elders, Mike, is in the front left pew if you're in need of prayer or wanting prayer. At this time when we're reflecting upon um, communion and thinking about just our own life, if there is some sin that you are wanting to repent of or to change from, if there is some sort of uh, reconciliation that needs to happen between you and, and another person, let's do that first before we partake in communion. Uh, this communion symbolizing, that way for symbolizing the broken body of Christ to cleanse us of our sins, that we do have reconciliation with holy God. Prior to that happening, we are challenged to have that peace with God ourselves as well as with one another. So as we partake in this first communion element, let's have that in the open and in the clear first. But if, if you are ready to partake, let's take this together. The fruit of the vine symbolizing the blood of Jesus Christ spilled for us that cleansed us of our sins, that allows us for this reconciled, restored relationship with Jesus Christ. We take this in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, thank you for these elements, this weekly reminder for us at the church that we are indeed reconciled with you. For those of us who have confessed our sins and confessed our loyalty and devotion uh, to be disciples of yours, to follow you, to um, listen to your spirit and, and what your spirit says to us. Although not promised the absence of difficulty or challenges in our lives, we do know that we can always rely on you and depend on you for guidance, uh, for your love, for the way that you will direct our, our paths. We ask, Lord, for your blessing upon our church um, upon the nest, upon our children's ministry. In Jesus' name, amen.